Are we ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All right, let's do it. Hey, I'm Ellie. And I'm Heidi. And we are the Moms Moms in in the the middle. Middle. Two Midwest moms talking about the nuances of pregnancy, birth, and parenting in our modern world. There is so much perceived polarization between the different decisions we make in early parenthood. Home birth versus hospital birth formula versus breast milk, and sleep training versus co-sleeping. But most of us find ourselves somewhere in the middle. From choosing the right provider for your birth to picking a preschool for your toddler, we are going to talk about how we weigh different opinions and follow our intuition to make the right choices for us. There's no right way to parent, and every family has different goals, values, and support. Let's meet in the middle and chat about it. Okay, got it. Uh, okay well hello everybody hi everyone we've survived thanksgiving and it's officially the christmas season with a fresh gosh it it feels like it it feels like it we've got snow on the ground did you guys play outside in the snow today we did we well i didn't joe took the kids out (laughs) Yeah, we all went out for a little bit, and Brax was able to get his little four-wheeler out and ride around. Brinley wasn't a super huge fan of the snow. Um, She did like eating it. Do you guys have, like, big four-wheelers? We have one, like, big four-wheeler, and then he has, Uh like, a kid-sized, like, battery-powered four-wheeler. You guys are fun country folk. (laughs) <laughs> versus, versus us <laughs> we do have a yard though the kids went out and they built like a little snowman and then like joe was pulling them around in the sled but we went to church this morning so they went out before church with joe and then joe stayed joe stayed home so we started a home project unexpectedly this weekend <laughs> um we decided oh my gosh this is quite this is such a funny story so when we moved into the house the house has like was like wall-to-wall carpet because old people lived here and like you know they need like the cushy floor (laughs) so we potty trained Alda and so like like why we've lived here and so you know the carpet got kind of gross and there's only so many times you can shampoo like a carpet when it gets Mm -hmm. like urine and so it's disgusting then we got a puppy and so then we potty trained the puppy and then we were like, okay, this is, this is over the, the carpet has to go. And so we didn't know what was underneath. So we pulled up our bedroom because we thought our bedroom, if it's disgusting, like, you know, if it's not nice underneath, we can just close the door. Nobody has to see it. We pulled up our bedroom and they had stapled it to the ground. They had nailed it to the ground. They had tacked it to the ground and they'd also glued it. So there is glue all over the hardwood, like black glue. And so we were like, okay, well, we're not tearing up the rest of the carpet because this is going to be like a couple thousand dollar project because we're going to have to sand all the glue. Like we couldn't get the glue off. We're going to have to sand it all, everything. So so that's a year ago we tore up our carpet and our room has just had gross hardwood floors with glue on them because we just have not had the time, energy, or money to do anything about it. So anyway, so this weekend, fun. Aldi gets the throw up virus the yeah. midnight of Thanksgiving. It's the worst. <laughs> Luckily, we enjoyed Thanksgiving, but like she woke me up at midnight. She's actually like the best trooper with sickness, which is so nice. But like she woke me up and was just like, Mom, I think I'm, eh, and then like puked all over the hallway carpet. And it was like, 
purple puke i think from like a cranberry uh, sauce she ate it yeah. so gross. Oh. So we tried like shampooing the rug we washed the rug like everything and it was like still stained and joe just i think something snapped in him he was like this is the final straw i don't care what this floor looks like underneath he just like sliced the carpet with an exacto knife and tore it up and guess what underneath is beautiful immaculate hardwood that hasn't been touched probably from since the 1950s like the small plank hardwood because we have an older house and no glue anything on it it's beautiful so joe it's like literally like that scratch anything like i swear they put down hardwood and then they put carpet over it oh my gosh like it's mind-blowing how many people find like beautiful hardwoods under the carpet and then, like, like, what the heck was up with the installation process that many years ago? Because it's always like that. It's always, like, layers and layers of, like, uh-huh. staples and glue. And, like, I'm what? like, guys, this carpet's not going anywhere. It's wall to wall already. You don't need it. It's not sliding. <laughs> Anyways, but then, so apparently, because it was always, like, it was the same color carpet, but it was a different carpet in our bedroom versus the main living space so i think whoever installed our bedroom carpet is the one who glued it down so when we started taking it all up in the living space it wasn't glued at all it's all beautiful it's just dust Mm -hmm. under there and so joe just decided it's all coming up this weekend and he so he was like heidi leave the house with the kids on sunday now that we're all better and we went to church and went out to lunch with my parents and i got home and it's all torn up and it's all beautiful hardwood underneath i was like we could have been living with this freaking hardwood for four years and be like been cleaning up urine off hardwood floors and carpet i'm like this is disgusting what we have lived with so anyway so now i have i'm like i feel like I've like gained a million dollars in equity living in a house with hardwood floors. <laughs> oh my gosh, I bet it feels so good and like so clean too. It's so oh. satisfying. Joe's like Joe like vacuumed up all the dust and then like mopped it multiple times and it's like I mean it's not maybe like the stain that we would choose like it's an older stain but I'm just like oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. How were they living with this carpet over this this whole time? Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh! So that so that's our weekend in a nutshell. Stomach virus that luckily nobody else has gotten. It's been a couple days now, so I know it. It wasn't too bad. Like she only puked like six or seven times over like ten to twelve hours, and then it was over. And she literally like puked her last time, and then like looked up at me and was like, "I'm done puking now," and then never puked again. Uh, do you ever trust that? Like, my son says that too sometimes, and I'm like, are you sure? How do you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I no, I don't. I didn't trust it, but then, like, it was, like, two or three hours went by, and I was like, okay, maybe she actually – I was, like, cautiously optimistic. And she's really good about, like, staying in her, like, quarantine space and puking into a bucket. I was like, gosh, if my – if Desmond gets it – it's going to be him just like running around and puking on everything. Like when your mm-hmm. one-year-old gets it, oh, it's like torture. When they, and then they're puking on you and then they're oh, yep. it's so disgusting. It's like my worst nightmare as a parent. It is the worst. Oh, the worst. So, so how was your guys Thanksgiving and fun well, holiday weekend? Well, we also were dealing with sickness. Um, oh, no. So my daughter was sick last week, you know, and then my son has been battling – illness too. I'm assuming it's the same thing, but his fevers have just been like off and on for several days. And I mean, aside from that, like he's doing okay, but like 
you can tell when they're like coming on. Yeah, he's and not feeling good. Yeah, yeah, but we we had you know, luckily we didn't have a ton of stuff planned, so um, we had our dinners and um, just kind of hung out. And then last night we hung out with some friends, so we were kid free for a night, which was which Ooh. was nice. I got to sleep in a little bit this morning, and that's nice. yeah. And then we played in the snow, so it's been good. We finished our decorating our Christmas tree, got the rest of our decorations out for Christmas. So are you guys real tree or fake tree? fake we did fake our whole like the last 10 years we've done a fake tree and then this year we decided we want to do a real tree but then yeah. we, we went to go this weekend and then we haven't because of the sickness and everything so now I'm like mm-hmm. gosh now we're gonna wait till next weekend but I think it'll be worth it we just want to do like I did like the Christmas tree farm thing growing up and I want to yeah. do it now that the kids are like older I didn't care yeah. when they were younger but now I kind of want to do it my in-laws go every year to the, the Christmas oh, okay. tree farm on Saturday and like everyone's invited. And so we've gone before just to go. Um, we didn't mm-hmm. get a tree. Um, but yeah, we just do the fake tree for now. But the smell of the real tree, I also just, you know, I feel like it's going to die. Like yeah. I'm terrible at keeping anything alive. And then it's just mm-hmm. messy and it know. is kind of a, it is kind of annoying. I remember, I mean, I haven't had one as an adult, but I remember growing up, like the pine gets everywhere and everything. Yeah. So we're going to try yeah. it out this year. We'll see if we end up just putting our fake tree back up next year, but it's still a fun <laughs> tradition. It's still a fun tradition. It is. Now, do you, so this episode, we're going to talk about holiday traditions. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. do you guys, um, Decorate before Thanksgiving at all? Yeah. You're one of those people. (laughs) So do you put your tree up or do you wait? I typically just put the tree up with the lights. We don't actually like decorate it usually until after Thanksgiving. And that's usually just by chance. Like I just don't get to it. Yeah. But I just love the lights of the Christmas tree. And it's like right around mm-hmm. the time with the time change where it's just dark so much that it just brings a little like joy to my life. So no, I, I do, do agree like with putting that. the tree up. Yeah, I love the lights. We don't decorate, but mainly just because I love fall so much that I just want to hold on to like yeah. fall with my pumpkins and like things like that as long as possible. So we're usually like right after Thanksgiving people like yeah. normally be the weekend after Thanksgiving we decorate, but we still haven't since we were plagued with sickness. But my daughter literally like had a countdown to getting the Christmas tree and then she was <laughs> the day off. So now she's Dang like, she, she woke me up the night after her illness and was like at 4am and was like, mom, I feel all the way better now. And I was like, oh, that's exciting. I'll go back to bed. And then she's like, (laughs) that means that in the morning, first thing when I wake up, we can go get our Christmas tree. And I was like, that's not how the world works. We can't go tomorrow. No. Uh, So we didn't go yet. But she's, I'm like, maybe today we just get out like some of the Christmas decorations a little bit to kind of like start to get the Christmas decor up and we'll just go do our tree. Do you guys have quite a few decorations that you put up? I'm not like a huge seasonal decoration per like I'd say Christmas is like the one time of year I do have some stuff but like I mean we have a few things from like I don't know hand-me-down stuff from our grandmas like when they Mm -hmm. pass like little like 
candles and like you know stuff like that that kind of come out like just little decorations but no not that much I have like a Merry Christmas banner that I bought for Alda when she was like one or two to put in her room and so like she puts that up every year in her room and then we used to have like a little tree that she would put in her room and decorate like a fake little tree that Mm -hmm. me and Joe I think we got it like our first year of marriage because our apartment was so small we didn't have room for a tree so we got like a little tree yeah it but last year like the bottom of it broke off so we're gonna Um, but she like loves it so much I'm like I guess we'll have to get another little like little fake tree to put in her room because she loves it she likes to have the lights on at bedtime and like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's really cute we have we have several trees so like aside from trees we don't have a lot of decorations. Like I don't really do a lot of decorating. And I really yeah. downsized decorations like last year to like one tub because I was mm-hmm. like, it, it's, I lo- it's fun putting it up, but taking it down is just like feels like too much for me. And it's and depressing so it, too. Like cleaning up Christmas is so depressing. It is. So I was like, okay, like don't torture yourself. Just put – just enough up that it you know feels like Christmas and it brings you joy Mm -hmm. but like it's not awful to put away um but we have like a lot of trees (laughs) like how many like little ones or like multiple big ones they're small so we have like our main big tree in our living room and then we have one in like our downstairs like bar entertainment area Uh it's kind of like the man cave it's all decorated you know with like chief's ornaments and stuff then we have one in the playroom that's like the kids is like fun ornaments. It's a small uh-huh. one. And then Brax has one in his room and Brindley doesn't okay. have one yet, but yeah, he has a small one and he got to pick out all the decorations and stuff for it. So that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. The kids really do like that. I think. Yeah. I think I want to get one, like a new one for my daughter. That's like pre-lit. Cause we always just get so annoyed yeah. at like the little lights on her mm-hmm. little one. It's like too much stuff that they're like messing with all the time. But she's yeah. like insistent now that Bubby needs one. Like she's like, my Bubby needs a tree in his room. I'm like, he'll be fine. He can just go in. <laughs> I know. I we debated on getting Brindley one for her room last year, but I was just like, you know, like we were still in the stage where she needed it pretty dark to sleep at night, you know, and like, and I was like, mm, we're not going to do that. We'll do it next year when she can like actually pick things out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny this year. Do you, so like for Thanksgiving, you know, we always like go around the table and say what we're thankful for in my family. And this year, I everybody was like, you know, oh, friends, family, our church, my new job, whatever. I was like, came to me, and I was like, honestly, the all like the thing that's coming to my mind the most is that I'm finally ma- mostly sleeping through the night for the first time in six years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't feel like a zombie anymore. It's like it's, like it's life changing after like <laughs> half a decade of not sleeping to be like, oh, I'm on, I'm like, and now I'm not having other kids. That's so like. For the next, you know, how for the future, I'm mainly going to be sleeping through the night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for oh, sure. I feel like we're turning a corner. Yes. Yeah. Desi still wakes up sometimes once a night, but it's like usually between right. none or once, which is like totally yeah. manageable. It just feels like oh, yeah. you feel like you don't feel that like dark cloud going to bed of like, when am I going to be up? How is mm-hmm. he going to go back to sleep? It's just like mm-hmm. generally he sleeps. It also feels like you have like a guaranteed 
time to yourself or time with your oldest kid because Mm -hmm. you know that once they go down, like they're going to probably stay asleep for the entire Mm -hmm. night, if not, you know, like early morning hours or something. Now do your, so does your older, does Brax, does he go to sleep after Brindley? Yeah. Okay. Cause see Alda and Des go down around the same time. So every night it's because Des takes such a long nap in the middle of the day. So he doesn't go down that early. Mm -hmm. He's still taking like, two to like if he hits three hours we wake him up yeah and so he's still going so he's going to sleep around the same time as her but we just uh, joe has just put all the down ever since des was born and now it's like their routine so much that if i if like desi's going to bed later or something and i go to put her down she's like it's not game night mom because game night is when joe is gone and i put both oh. of them to sleep she goes yeah you can put me to sleep on game night i like yeah to put me to sleep that's so funny yeah I my oldest still wants me to put him mm-hmm. to sleep and sit next to That's him nice, and read though. books and all the things so it's like I put my daughter down and then usually he is we're like settling into his routine right after that but yeah you know then yeah. it does make bedtime like an hour process yeah because you have to do both of them yeah it does <laughs> I will say it is really nice to like walk out of Desi's room and be like I'm done yeah you know yeah. like for the night and if he doesn't take a good nap and I put him down earlier then like Joe is just in all this room doing her stuff so like I can just be done so yeah it is kind of nice but it's kind of sad that she like doesn't like at first when Desi was born she was like really sad about me not putting her to bed mm-hmm. anymore and then now it's just like her routine and her time with with yeah. Joe and he like rubs her back every night and she's like you just don't and he's like Joe's a lot snugglier than me so I just am like okay how can we make this the fastest way possible <laughs> for me being out of your room and like laying with you and Joe will like lay no with way. her and like personality at all yeah <laughs> <laughs> Joe will like lay with her and rub her back and like sing songs to her and just like likes the snuggles and I'm just like Okay, when are we done with this routine? What's the bare minimum, like, checklist I have to do? I'm a sucker, like, too. Like, I make this a lot harder on myself because <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, let's read. I, are we only going to do one book? And then it's like we read that one. Can we please read one more? I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. I'm like, no, you get two books every night. You then we too. played with Legos for five minutes. We've read two books. We've sang some songs. Yeah. And then it's, like, every time you add something onto the routine, like, if it's just, like, a random one-off night that you're, like, sure, we can play with Legos for five minutes, and all of a sudden it's part of the bedtime routine, and you're cruel for not doing it with them. Yeah. Yeah. Because now I'm, like, it used to be, like, one song, one book, and then, like, (laughs) okay, good night, and then now it's, like, two songs, two books, prayers, you know, then, you know, then back rub, then tickles, then, you know, rubbing the hair, then, okay, now we can go. Yeah. (laughs) When did all of this happen? Happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh my my gosh, yeah. That's That's terrible. Okay, so let's talk, so let's talk holiday traditions okay so you guys don't go to the christmas tree farm hopefully we're starting so what about christmas what do you guys usually do on christmas like do you go to families or do you stay at your house well because we have family kind of all spread out our entire month of december is like christmases like celebrations oh you guys go around to like different people 
Yeah. So like um, I have grandparents um, here in Missouri in like the beginning of December. Mm -hmm. um, And then the following, we always do with my family in Nebraska, we always do the weekend before Christmas. Um, we oh, kind of decided okay. that a few years ago because it's just, like, easier. Like, we can always count on, like, that's when we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not this whole back and forth. Like, when does it work for everyone? And Yeah, that whatever. is nice. Yeah. So, weekend before Christmas, we're in Nebraska. And then the weekend of Christmas or whatever, however it falls, um, we're here at home. And then um, – yeah, we just kind of do Christmas with my parents here at home. Um, do they come to your house? We go to their house. We do mm. go to their house, but they're only five minutes away. Oh, okay. Do you do the kids' presents at their house, or do you wake up and do presents at your house? We wake up and do presents at our house. We are at home on Christmas morning. The One of the things that I started um, – earlier in December is a December 1st basket. Okay. So it just kind of has. Is that like, like instead of an app, like do you do an advent calendar or no? Is it kind of like that to kind of mark the December 1st? We used to have like an advent calendar and like, I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I don't know where it went. I probably got rid of it in like the downsizing of the decorations. In the downsizing, something. yeah. Um, cause it was not a, like a big one, not like one that you sit on a table or anything. It was like one of those that like hung and you like had the little pockets. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Yeah. So that's what we have. That. But yeah. So now we do the, the basket on December 1st mm-hmm. to kind of like kick off the season. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It does. It does usually mark. Yeah. Do they get like candy or toys or like just a little like kind of hodgepodge? Yeah. Just it just kind of depends on what I find. Just like little mm-hmm. like holiday themed things. Like I don't spend a ton of money. Usually like a pair of matching PJs and. Oh, we just got matching PJs for the kids on Black Friday at Target for $7 a pop. Yep. They were so yep. cheap. Oh, my gosh. And they're like really soft. Like. Yeah. Kind of like that, like fuzzy material. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so cute. I had to stop myself because I had bamboo PJs, like from one of the boutiques, like in my cart, ready to buy. And I was like, you don't need to spend that much money. Yeah. <laughs> pajamas. Especially on something that's like just holiday. Holiday pajamas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but they're so cute. And I'm like, no, you don't need to do it. You can get the $7 ones at Target and they're going to be super soft and they're still super cute. So yeah, yeah, I did Bubba, Bubba still fits in his, his like holiday jammies from last year were like a really stretchy waistband and he was so chunky last year that like I had to buy him a 3T so that it wouldn't dig into his belly because he was just so huge. And yeah. so now he fits in them like lengthwise, but since have yeah. a stretchy waistband, he's still in them. And I will but, say uh, like the bamboo PJs, they last a while. Like they, they do. Yeah. They do last a long time. But I was yeah. just like, oh, for holiday ones, I don't know. Yeah, because you really only really use them, like, over the holiday. Of course, you can put them on your kids, like, other yeah. times a year. But really, it's, like, that's the time when you really use them. I recently found this bamboo company on um, TikTok that I've been buying a lot of jammies from called Kaleidoscope Baby. Have you heard of them? No. Okay, so all of their pajamas are $10 less than the Kite Baby and the Little Sleepies. And they they have, like, pretty limited prints because they're a very small company. Like, I would say she probably comes out with, like, 
10 prints or colors every season yeah and like stocks them but honestly let me tell you so i'm not the hugest fan of kite baby pajamas i like some of their like clothes but mm-hmm. i feel like their pajamas are a thinner fabric than the little sleepies mm-hmm. but so, and little sleepies have the convertible feet which i right. really like um yeah so theirs are literally exactly like little sleepies like exactly really? and they're like 22 to 25 dollars a pop for them and i literally to the point this is like a huge i do not have a code for kaleidoscope baby or anything guys this is not <laughs> this is just i literally love them so but they i literally cannot tell without looking at the tag which one of my jammies are kaleidoscope and which one of my jammies are little sleepies and little sleepies yeah. are like 35 to 40 bucks a pop and they're like and then they have sales too especially on tiktok shops sometimes you'll get like sales and coupons that i get yeah. them from like 20 to 25 bucks i'll get them for and literally side by side they're like 10 to 15 dollars less i cannot tell the fabric is exactly the same because they have the convertible feet they have the double zippers like everything's exactly the same as little sleepies yeah yeah, so, um, I've been into them lately. There's some I, really, really good sales out there. Some of them are like 50% off. Yeah, like, yeah, if you just look. Yeah, no, I agree. Me and my sister were just talking about how now that we use so much of the, like, ribbed cotton, which is really stretchy, and the bamboo mm-hmm. fabrics on our kids, we have a hard time buying, like, the stiff cotton clothes because we're just like they're not as comfortable they don't feel as soft and then you just don't they wear them for such a short amount of time and since they have no stretch yeah they just don't they last like they so shrink. much shorter yes they shrink so bad like yes with their little chunky bodies it does not uh-huh. work I know, especially since I have chunky babies, I, like, Mm -hmm. never bought all the bamboo because it wasn't as big, I feel like, back then. Like, I started when she was, like, two to three buying her bamboo, but I feel like when she was a baby, it wasn't, like, as big of a thing. But with Desi, since he was, like, 99th percentile, it has been amazing because I could actually buy, like, the length that fits him. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I really like them. But, yeah, we're huge, we're huge bamboo fans. But, yeah, the, the, I was surprised by the Cat and Jack ones this year. They were pretty soft and nice i really like them they're like the fuzzy ones they're like a plush yes and they're really stretchy they were i was really surprised my kids have been able to wear those like two years in a row really yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i really i really like them i got and i like had to find they were like picked over but i luckily found two that were had the size for des and alda that were like a cute fabric that i really liked so yeah anyways yeah we did that we got those and they're already wearing them this weekend they're like yeah alda loves matching with her brother like is obsessed with it like she yeah. always wants to have matchy clothes so <laughs> think it's fun when when him and brindley match too so yeah it's so yeah. cute oh my gosh yeah um but yeah we do an advent calendar starting December 1st but it's just it's one my grandma made years ago for us and then my mom just gave us each ours when mm-hmm. we moved out of the house so I just put two little pieces of candy in it for yes. Des and Alda and um yeah it's just like the little pockets and we just put like a yes. little tiny I was piece looking of candy. for a replacement one this year because I I do really yeah. love having one um I think mm-hmm. it's fun for the kids and gives them something like to look forward to and it helps them like visualize when Christmas is, you yeah. know, like that countdown being like, okay, I have like this many days yeah. left. I think it helps a lot with like the countdown and the excitement of like every day they get to wake up and get like a little 
treat or whatever to kind of like help with the excitement um so we we do like it other than that we do we have like this very specific tradition of every time we put up our christmas tree we listen to elvis presley christmas album ever since i I was little with my family we did it and so now it's just like we still do it now and it's just like tradition me and my sister used to like make up choreographed dance to the Elvis Presley Christmas album like every year we were little so we still do that um so do you guys have like the handmade ornaments on your tree or is it aesthetically pleasing no it's not aesthetic I was like you I guess you've never seen my upstairs you've only been in my right have you never been like videos and stuff, just like probably everyone else has. <laughs> like, I've like, been, been to my house like a dozen times at least, and you've never <laughs> been to my upstairs. I'm not invited. It's always, a, it's always a disaster. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes if you're here and it's like somewhat decently cleaned up, now that especially that we have hardwoods now, you know, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll show you upstairs. But now I am just. Yeah, I'm just not an aesthetic mom. I just can't, like, maybe, like, and I like, like, clothes. Like, I definitely try to, I mean, now my daughter just dresses herself. I have no say. It's just whatever. <laughs> it's pink, sparkles, tool, whatever. But, like, I definitely was, like, this sad beige mom in terms of, like, how I dress my kids because I just, like, I dress in, like, literal monotones Neutral, all the time. Like, yeah. I, I don't wear bright colors. I just don't like bright colors when it comes to clothes yeah you, you're a huge neutral person too yeah. so it's like yeah I literally I bought some clothes over Black Friday and I was like I was like just to my sister because we went shopping together I was like everything in my bag is gray so I was gonna buy this blue shirt because I feel weird that everything is gray <laughs> but I don't actually want the blue shirt and she's like then just buy all the gray things you're like I actually won't wear this and I probably shouldn't even buy it but yes. it does I sometimes, more I sometimes will think I'm gonna wear something like I'll like something I'll be like I'm gonna wear it and then every time I get it I just end up not wearing it nearly as much as like my my bland stuff so I'm like I just have to embrace that's just who I am I just like basics I like basic colors I like neutrals um but yeah so so wait what was I saying what did you uh, ask Oh, oh it's the aesthetic. aesthetic the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, when we first moved out, like, on our own, we had, like, we bought store-bought, like, a, just, like, a box of, like, neutral store-bought ornaments because we didn't have a lot of, like, you know, we hadn't collected yet. Yeah. As, you know, newly married people, like, a lot of, like, right. our own ornaments and stuff. But now it's pretty much all just, like, ornaments we've collected, ornaments the kids made you know, things like that. I mean, we have, like, a couple still, like, the nicer ones that we'll, like, put on to fill in, like, the gaps, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not, like, oh, this, like, color schemed with ribbon. No, yeah. it's very not aesthetic. That's pretty much my whole upstairs is, like, I mean, I'd say, like, I kind of have, like, a bow, like, a, like, a fall-toned neutral boho-y vibe, like, different, like, art and stuff on the walls and, like, kind of, you know, obscure pictures of me and the kids. I don't have, like, we're not, like, a family portrait type of family. Like, we don't have family portraits up, but I have some, like, cute pictures of, like, all the kissing my baby bump on, like, our yeah. white bed and, like, little things like that, not, like, anything that's, like, professional photographer and stuff, like, up yeah. on the walls. Um, and then I literally have, like, kid art. Like, Alda will hang up her pictures on our walls, and it's, like, bright primary colors, and it doesn't <laughs> match at all, but she'll just, like, hang them up, and I'll leave them up until she forgets about it, and then, like, a month or two later, I'll be like, okay, let's switch this out. <laughs> 
she was like a big there's like a canvas rainbow we have of like bright red and bright yellow and bright blue like all primary colors and I'm like this is so not does not go with anything but it just sits there and then like and then I have a lot of plants like I like plants like greenery upstairs but no in general like all of our furniture is like Facebook marketplace finds because this is the thing this is how I am as a mom I like like nice stuff like in my housing if I had you know, if I could do it. And this is also because I probably had kids in like my, I had kids in like my young mid twenties. So like I hadn't yet accumulated enough money to have like nice couches and furniture and everything before I had kids. Yeah. So like in my mind, I'm like, let's just keep not having nice things. And then like in a couple years, the kids will be old enough that they won't be ruining everything. You know what I mean? Like, and I just kind of like, I would rather be not stressed about them, like eating a snack or spilling something or whatever, than like, it's way less stress for me to just be like, oh, whatever, if they spill on it, whatever, if they eat on it, whatever, if the dog jumps up with muddy feet, whatever, like, that's so much less stress to me than like having a really nice couch. But we keep being like, okay, when, like, Cider is not a puppy anymore and, like, the kids are a couple years older, we're going to, like, spend Joe's Christmas bonus one year on, like, a nice love sack couch. Like, we want, like, a nice, like, wide couch because we can't, like, we can't both lay on our couch, like, together because it's too, like, thin and that's, like, annoying. So we want, like, a nice deep couch. Um, How about you guys? Are you guys, like, do you guys have, like, the aesthetic ornaments? I know you have so many trees. So is, like, the main tree, like, aesthetically (laughs) decorated? I'm guilty that, um, so before kids, we had, you know, all matching ornaments and we didn't have Mm -hmm. a lot of like handmade stuff or like ornaments Mm -hmm. that had been given to us, anything like that. And we had a very small tree and then we moved into our new house. We moved into our new house right before we got married. And then by the time, like I had taken stuff back and whatnot, like gifts and stuff that we had gotten from our wedding, Um, I used a lot of that money to buy, like, a whole tree's worth of, like, pretty ornaments and, like, matching Mm -hmm. ornaments and all that. So I've had that since we got married for – so for years. And have just kind of, like, every once in a while I'll, like, change it from, like, beige to white or I'll add in some black and white. Like, I'll add in stuff to it. Mm -hmm. So I really think that's the only reason why it's, like – aesthetically pleasing because I had all of that stuff you had it um, yeah I don't like redo it every year you're like change the theme or anything like that and yeah. then as the kids have um you know as we've had ornaments given to us or as the kids have made ornaments like we still put them on there but for the most part it kind of all goes together um yeah but then they put their ornaments on and then the other trees are all themed trees too <laughs> Oh, okay. You said the one is Chiefs, right? What's your son's? Yeah, um, his is like I, I think it's like vehicles. Like so, it's oh, like okay. got like little like school bus and ambulance and police cars, and it's just like all these different like little different vehicle ornaments. And then the one oh, in the playroom, cute. it's got some like matching ornaments, and then they get to pick um, some of like larger like ornaments whatever they wanted yeah no we do I bring the kids to like the target section every year and let them each pick an ornament Mm -hmm. every year yeah like just I mean I it doesn't get very fancy it's just like the three to five dollar ornament yeah on target I'm like oh you can pick one like last year Alda got like a Paw Patrol one Mm -hmm. and then I'm pretty sure she picked out Desi's I I love that I love that because then it's like 
things that like symbolize, you know, whatever they're into yeah. at the moment or whatever. And yeah, you can I need follow to start. That's actually, I should start writing because, you know, right now I'm like, oh, I remember which ornaments are from what year, but I need to start writing the year yeah. on the back of the ornaments so that I remember when they're older. I could be like, I started, oh, this is the one you picked out when you were three and four or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I started doing that with the ones that come home from school. Um, yeah, like if we make, or like if we mm-hmm. make any at home, like if we do a, a craft and make one at home, then I will write like their name and the year on it because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to remember that. And some of those are like the ones that I have from when I was little. Um, yeah, I still have some from like preschool so and stuff that my mom has given me over yeah. the years. We sometimes will go and decorate my parents' tree now that they moved here too. Sometimes we'll yeah. go over and decorate just because they get like, oh, we want the kids. You know, they like like the kids coming yeah. over to decorate it with them and stuff. Or they'll like save certain ornaments. Like sometimes my mom will save like my ornaments for like my kids to put on their tree and stuff like that. So it's yeah. always fun that... But then Christmas, I'm trying to think what we do for Christmas. We usually do, we always have fish Christmas Eve. I don't know. Is that a thing? Fish? I think that's a thing. That's like a thing in the Northeast. I know. It's actually like there's some people who have like, I forget what it's called. It's like maybe it's a seven fish dinner in the Northeast. I think it's a Catholic thing. I think it's seven <laughs> fish. We just do one or two types of fish, but we always do a fish dinner Christmas Eve. I don't know. I have no idea why. I don't know why that's a tradition, but it definitely is a thing over, like, where I grew up. Yeah. Um, and then Christmas, we always have, like, Christmas Eve is always, like, do you guys go to church on Christmas? Not usually. Not usually, yeah. I We always go to church on Christmas going to Eve. church on Christmas Eve every yeah. year. But then yeah. just, like, through moving and, like, just – everything yeah we we're not like every week church goers like mm-hmm. my parents go to church every week so like this week I was just looking for something to do with the kids on Sunday so like we right. went so we're kind of like we're like you know the people that I went to church like religiously growing up religiously <laughs> like every every week and so like every week or twice a week you know like for yeah. youth group and everything like that and it's like I remember like everybody making fun of the people who like only come Easter and Christmas yeah. and then I'm like that's us now like so I mean we go more often than that just because like we'll go like I'll go and bring the kids like with my parents and stuff and everything but um you know we definitely go on like the holidays with my like with you know my siblings will be in town yeah. and stuff and we'll all go as a family so we go Christmas Eve and then have like a big dinner Christmas Eve and then Christmas is like we always are super chill like we just kind of like don't do a lot like we don't do a big family gathering or anything I will say we always so like we used to swap because Joe's family doesn't live around here they live in Texas and then my family used to all be in the northeast so we used to swap every year like Thanksgiving and Christmas like one year we'd spend Thanksgiving sorry the cat just bit me they it's been doing Thunder's been doing this thing where she like she's not breaking any stereotypes as a black cat let me tell you she's doing she started doing this thing where every time she's like loving on you she'll just start biting you but it's always like she's purring and loving you and then she'll start like nipping at you and biting you I don't get it at all if anybody knows anything about cats tell me what's going on because we've never had a cat in my life so I don't know like anything about cats I know nothing about gosh this black cat's so annoying I mean she's so sweet and playful but it's like it's almost like it's like a love bite. Like she like will start yeah. loving you. Like and food aggression. Like yes, but it's like it scares me every time because she'll just be like loving on me and all of a sudden just like bite me and I'm like yeah, <laughs> like fling her across the room. Oh, I did. I did. I grabbed her by the neck and like I was like no. <laughs> um, so alarming. 
Anyway, so we used to swap each holiday, like Thanksgiving, we'd spend with one family, Christmas, so one family, and then like swap the next year, then the next year, the other family had Thanksgiving, the other family had Christmas. And then it's just like everybody, Joe's family is huge. Like he has four siblings and they all have kids. So it's like, as everybody started having kids, we were like, this is just so unobtainable for all of us. Like when you have multiple kids, like not be at your house and have to like bring all your kids Christmas presents to your in-laws and then all wake up and there'd be like eight kids on Christmas morning, all opening presents. It was just like a mess. And so his family decided that we just weren't going to do any holidays together anymore and do like a, like a vacation together every summer. Like we just go to one of their houses or something. Like it's not like a big trip or anything. It's just like a family gathering like every summer. So we do that now instead. So now we just spend Christmas with Thanksgiving and Christmas is my family because all my family now is in the Midwest. So it's kind of nice because it's really like chill. We don't have to travel anymore. It was like once you have kids, it's so annoying to travel. Kids get older, you want to do like start making the traditions with your own family versus like continuing the traditions with your like your extended family. So traditionally, um, we would always go to my in-laws um Christmas morning Mm -hmm. like we would do our Christmas but then we would go there for breakfast and Christmas there at their house Mm -hmm. and last year I was like I just it just became a fight like the older the kid like the older my kids got like it just became a fight because we would have to Mm -hmm. rush through our Christmas and the morning they want to play with their toys and everything like we'd have to rush through it And then they wouldn't want to leave and like, they wouldn't want to get ready. And then like, it was just always like on our, like the back of our mind, like, okay, we need to hurry up so we can get ready so we can get out the door. And then like me and my husband would like not be on great terms because we're stressed out and overstimulated from the kids. And it just made like Christmas not fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just like so much more enjoyable if you can just like, yeah, like open one gift and you want to play with it. Great. And then we'll open more when you're ready. And like, Then we get to spend the whole day playing with stuff and spending time together and whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, so this year I was just like, can we try to just stay home on Christmas? Yeah. Like it's not at all that I don't want to spend time with our family because that's super important to us too. But um, I just want to make sure that we're putting our kids' needs. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you said, especially when they're older and they like actually want to like they want to play with their toys and they want to. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. So that's what we do now. We now usually my parents and my sibling, like most of the time my siblings are in town. So usually they just all actually come over our house and sleep over Christmas Eve because my siblings have, I mean, my sisters had her first baby. So they used, but they used to not have kids. So usually they would just all sleep over our house because they just loved like seeing kids you know it's so much Christmas yeah. is so much more fun with little kids like it, it just is it's so much more fun than like when they have teenagers or when you're an adult and you're just like yeah we'll wake up at nine and like then just kind of get your presents it's so much fun to see like the joy of Christmas through kids eyes yeah. so my family just will always come here because they want to like wake up and open presents with with my yeah. kids um but I I don't know what we'll do this year with my sister having a baby but we'll probably still get together on Christmas morning probably at my house I'm assuming um and yeah open presents and then we just kind of chill my my parents are like my dad started years ago when we were kids uh, probably I was like a preteen started taking a Christmas hike every year but I, of course when we lived in Pennsylvania so there's a lot more hiking to be done yeah 
And so um, we started doing that, and then we still usually do a Christmas hike. And now sometimes it's just a Christmas walk because yeah. we live in Kansas City and there's not as much hiking around. Right. <laughs> so I think one year we went to the dog park and took a hike, like at Shawnee Mission and stuff like that. But anyways, we still do that a lot. So we kind of just like chill all morning. We eat cinnamon rolls and make scrambled eggs and cinnamon rolls usually. We do the same thing, like the same breakfast for almost every holiday. Like, it's just like my go-to. It's like for some reason you need, like, the protein to balance out the cinnamon rolls, so you add the eggs. (laughs) Maybe some bacon or something like that. Yeah, so if we do bacon, yeah, and coffee, of course, and stuff. But we have, yeah, so we just kind of chill now. And sometimes we'll go to the movies. Did you guys ever do the movies on Christmas? No. Because you know the really, movies is always open on Christmas. Because we've always had so many, like, Christmases Thanks. and pe- places to go and, like, all of that. Yeah. Like, we've just – yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was always the same way we did it yeah. growing up, too. Me and, me and my husband have adopted a lot of, like, my family's Christmas traditions. So um, that's always kind of the way we did it growing up, too, is, like, we always had, like, the fa- like the extended family over and everything like that Christmas Eve. And then Christmas was always just super chill. So yeah. we kind of just do that here, too. Do you guys do Christmas um, lights? Oh, like, outside? Or, like, yeah, we'll go to, like or go to lights. To see Christmas lights? We do, yeah. So we usually do – gosh, what is that? You probably wouldn't know because – um, it's on the Kansas side, like way far away from you, but Sarco Par Trails. Have you ever heard of that park? It's uh-huh. out in Lenexa. They have like a big like walking trail and they light up all the trees along the walking trail with like flashing oh, lights cool. and everything. And then they have like a little like they have like an indoor barn area that they have like a like a little like robot Santa and Mrs. Claus and elves and stuff and everything. And it's cool. really cute. So we like usually go there and walk it every year around Christmas. We just choose a night that's like not too cold usually yeah. so and then lots of times we'll like dr- try to drive through like different neighborhoods with the kids like that are nice but I really wanted to go now this is out by you have you gone to Powell Gardens Christmas show yeah we I wanted to go year. is it worth it is it fun um it is it's I mean it's literally just walking through Christmas lights I mean it's okay is it pretty. it's not driving through it's walking no it's walking oh, okay yeah, it's walking and it's quite a bit of walking, but it is pretty. I mean, it's a lot of lights. It's a lot of lights. Okay. Because I um, have a place. So I was, I wonder if you would know when growing up, we had a park next to our house that did like a drive through light yeah. display, which is so nice with like the kids, but I didn't know any places next to us. Do you have one that you, you yeah. don't know a place like that? Yeah. Christmas in the park is in Lee Summit. Oh, okay. I never heard of that, yeah. but I've never really like looked it up either. But yeah, I should, yeah, we should late. do and something it's like really that. Good. It's really yeah. good. Okay, maybe so we we'll like do that to go there, nice when it's cold. Go, like, if you go on like a weekend or something like that, I mean, the line is ridiculous. Like, you will sit in line forever, mm-hmm. which doesn't isn't super great with young kids, especially yes. like if you're potty training or like whatever. So yeah. we always try to you go on like an off night. And be there, like, right when, like, it starts to get dark so that we can get through it. But it is fun. It is really good. No, that's a good tip. Maybe we'll do that this year because I was, like, it would be really fun to just do, like, a drive-through and not have to get out and get all bundled up and everything like that would be fun because both the kids love Christmas lights. Yeah. It's so much fun with kids. Brinley is, like, 
obsessed with lights like any right now like I don't know if she just doesn't remember from like last year but like Mm -hmm. now that it's dark a lot of the time when we're like out she's like lights lights and sometimes it's literally like a sign like a business (laughs) sign and she's like lights oh that's so cute Um, though I know it's so fun this year through the Christmas lights because I think she'll really like it yeah, she probably will. Yeah, we need to <laughs> we need to take the kids out soon too. They've just yeah, we started we watched like Charlie Brown Christmas the other day. So we're just like starting starting that stuff. But it is so fun, like with our one year olds. It's like, yeah, the first year they're really yeah. like participating in yeah. Christmas. Yeah. The one <laughs> the other tradition that I really am uh excited to start this year, um, I'm like gearing up for is the twenty four books. So kind of like oh. an advent idea, but you Is it like certain books or you're just getting 24 Christmas books? We have a lot of Christmas books. And then I'm mm-hmm. going to fill in with like up to 24. So it'll it'll probably be all Christmas probably. Just like a new Christmas book every yeah. night. Um, do you guys so have a library next to you you utilize a lot? We do. We don't go there ever. Oh. But we do, have, <laughs> we do have a library. Um, we just have so many books I'm like there's no we don't need to and like I don't I know like read physical books very often I don't either do you listen to books or do you just mm-hmm. not really read no I listen to them usually yeah I do I've started listening to more audiobooks recently I went through like a period of my life where I feel like I just listened to podcasts like yeah. that was it yeah. for a while and then I've started listening to more audiobooks um but I just I don't have time to physically read like, I prefer to physically read a book mm-hmm. um but yeah I just don't I just don't have the time and then I'll start like three books and I'll have like three books that I've like started mm-hmm. but what I have a hard time with with the audiobooks is my mind just wanders yeah so like I'll yeah. listen to two chapters and be like I have zero idea what <laughs> what happened yeah about. <laughs> I do so, that too I can't read ones that are like technical like it has to be more of like a story versus yeah. like if it's like like I've tried to read some like autobiographies and things like that as audiobooks mm-hmm. and it's like the names the places like all that stuff just gets all like I can't if I'm not reading it I can't like on paper I cannot remember all of those things yeah so I can only really read like fiction yeah like books like stories like that with audiobooks um I recently well I started reading a Qatar have you read a Qatar the court mm-hmm. of thorn and roses do you know what I'm no. talking about no you don't know what a Qatar is what it's like <laughs> it's like the new it's like very very popular according to Thorns. it's like fi- it's like fiction it's fiction it's like a fi- it's like a fairy world and it's like no, i mean it's I like the like new that. like harry potter i feel like like everybody's read it they're making movies about it what the heck ali <laughs> <laughs> no, no idea you are so you're still out of touch i mean i see people reading like colleen hoover like yeah people are like calling Hoover yeah no all the time yeah so it's like about it's like it's like the it's like a fairy world like it's what is like it's like it's not sci-fi what is like what is that genre 
fantasy. Yes, yes, it's fantasy. Um, I will say people are freaking obsessed with these books. I read, I listened to the first book, very disappointed for the amount of hype. I mean, like, it was, like, so many plot holes in it. Like, I'm like, you jumped from A to F, like, out (laughs) of nowhere with no explanation just because you wanted this thing to happen in the book. So you just, like, jumped there instead of, like, actually making sense at all. But everybody says, oh, the first book is, like, the – what you have to pay to read like the next ones like the first book is not great and then like the next ones are really good but I'm like how did you read that first book and then pick up the second one like after reading how bad the first one is yeah because it's like it's like a 20 hour listen it's a really long book so I finally got through it and then now the next one's like 24 hours uh, listen and I'm like I bought it because I was like, I'm going to buy it because I had like a credit. And so I was like, I'm going to buy it. And then I just, I've had it for months and I cannot bring myself to hit play on it because I'm yeah. like, but I've heard I it's have, really good. But it's- I have Audible and I literally mm-hmm. have like so many credits. I'll yeah. probably never use them all because I just, I don't listen to it. Like, yeah. I just don't listen to them. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I would love to be a person who reads books. I love to be. I hope, like now, I, I do. Was, I used to be before kids. I used to yeah. love reading. It's just like um, after putting the kids down for bed, if I have like an hour before bedtime, I don't want to pick up a book. I want to like zone out to my phone or TV or something. Like I need to just do something completely decompressing. I did feel like I listened to more. Well, I guess I was in school before I was working, but like I read a lot of books in school and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, but it was easier for me when I wasn't also working. Because I feel yeah. like I use my brain all day, so then yep. I don't want to, like, use my brain more. And then, like, pregnancy and birth books, I feel like I'm just too busy of a doula to read a lot of them. Because, like, I feel like the doulas who don't take, like, a lot, like, a, you know, aren't working full time, they still want to, like, a, like be in, like, the birth nerd yeah. world. And then I feel like I just work too much that it's, like, I need space from birth. When I'm not working, like I need to not listen to birth. Like I don't really listen to birth podcasts anymore. Like I used to before I was a birth doula. Yeah, I, I have, and there's a couple that I'll still listen to, but, um, if I like most of the podcasts I listen to are all like entrepreneurial, like, yeah, me too. I'm hooked on the gold digger now. You hooked me on Jenna Kutcher's (laughs) podcast. (laughs) What'd you say? I said, you're welcome. <laughs> I love her now. Yeah, and I literally, a few of her tips have, like, transformed my content creation. Like, I've just made it a lot easier. Like, a few yeah. of her tips that she's given have really, like, freed up a lot of space in my brain. I feel like something that I really admire, like, why I'm so hooked on her is because she seems to really have the balance of entrepreneurship down. Like, because yeah. I kind of found her in a part where I was, like, getting really drained from, like, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like she's really helped me a lot in the fact that, like, she's rejuvenated. Because so, I, like, yeah. I'm not, like, there yet. But I see, like, how she got there. And it, like, yeah. help, it's helped me, like, kind of create, like, a better map in my brain of, like, how I can get to a point where it's not so draining and, like, sustainable to be, like, an entrepreneur. And yeah. grow in entrepreneurship in, like, a sustainable fashion. There's still a lot of things I want to, like change about how I approach you know work and everything like that but I've really enjoyed yeah listening listening to her and learning from her so I listen to her a she's lot so and then I have like earth she like, is I like, could just said, listen to her talk like I just love yeah. listening to her talk. there's some business so I found some business and marketing 
things that I'm just like, they just seem like somebody who's like a CEO in the business world, which is like not how most like entre- like small entrepreneurs function of like they didn't come from being yeah. like a CEO of marketing at a business at a at a big, you know, at a big corporation and then now yeah. are like doing entrepreneurship. Like the people she's seen... that are listening to these podcasts. <laughs> the mm-hmm. people that are Yeah, exactly. And she and was learn. somebody who just kind of like self learned photography and had her own like yeah. sm- actual small business, not going from like corporate huge making like, right. you know, six more figures, like seven figures, and then like started her own company with all these connections and everything like that. Uh-huh. She started from the ground level and like worked her way up. And so I feel like she's just as more relatable when like you're talking when she's giving advice and stuff. Like it's more for the actual like small businesses and not like the people who, you know, are building who are like coming yeah. from all those connections and like that's a different type of entrepreneurship like connections sure. and funding and like all that stuff um it's a yeah. different kind than what i'm in so anyways i love her um so i listen to that a lot just because also like i mean now i have you and morgan who i get to talk to about stuff but for a while like entrepreneurship was super lonely so like mm-hmm. listening to other people in my like shoes and stuff was like nice yeah. it's like nice too so i listened to business podcasts I recently listened to a book. I haven't been, see, this is my problem. I get like three fourths of the way through every book and then stop it. I do not finish it. It's like, I feel like, I feel like like three fourths of the way into the book. I like, feel like I got the general gist of what the book, like, especially if it's not a story, like if it's not a story and it's like a self-help book or like about life, whatever. I feel like I get through it and I'm like, okay, I understand the lesson that was in this book. So then I kind of like get disinterested in it. But I recently listened to this book. I found it, NPR. I was listening to NPR and they were talking about like the books that like changed their life this year. And it was actually really funny. So it was called, it was, it's called How to Stay Married, but it's not like a marriage book, but it's from this comedian who, um, this comedian who his wife, cheats on him with their neighbor and has like a long relationship with her neighbor and then he finds out and then they end up rehabbing their relationship and staying married (laughs) anyways but it was really hilarious because it's just kind of about this guy's life being wrecked but he's telling it as a comedian but it's not like a marriage self-help book it was just like him talking about his like midlife crisis but from a comedian standpoint and then like him and his wife ending up working out their marriage and like everything like that but it it was really funny I got the three-fourths of the way through and I was like okay I get the point now they had like started to get back together and I was like well I know you're gonna get back together so now it's just like okay to get back together that's yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. but it was really funny it was about a lot of his like I think I liked it so much because it was, like, kind of pretty relatable of, like, they both grew up in church and then kind of, like, fell away in their early 20s and they got back into church when they had kids and then, like, you know, then they had this huge, like, scandal and, like, everything like that. It was kind of, like, relatable, all the things he was trying to, like, work through in life of, like, his faith and his family and his beliefs and then his marriage was just, like, and it was just funny because it's a comedian telling his own life story like it's a joke. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah but I read that I read that this year too but I was like this year was my goal to get through like three books and I got through a Qatar 
And then that one three-fourths the way, and then another book three-fourths the way. So I'm like, do I finish the ones that I've gotten through three-fourths the way, or do I just skip up? Yeah. Yeah, all the books that I've started that I haven't finished are all, like, those types of books, like self-help or, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I got mostly through Fair Play, too, but I didn't finish it. But it yeah. was the same thing. I, like, I, got, I got the gist of it. Of, like, how, and then it was just a lot of her complaining. Then I was like, okay, I'm done hearing you complain. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a great book. It had, like, great stuff in it. But I was like, okay, I get the point. And yeah. then now we're done. You know, and I used to have a Kindle, and I really liked it. I really liked yeah. having a Kindle. Because I didn't have to have all these, like, paperback books. But I could still, mm-hmm. like, physically, like, read. And so sometimes I'll read on the Kindle app on my phone. But... It's also very. The nice thing about the Kindle though is, doesn't it like, doesn't it not hurt your eyes at all? Like, isn't it more like the it's Kindle? not lit up? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, more like it it's almost looks, like paper. It looks like paper. Yeah, so it doesn't like bother your eyes because that's yeah. that's something I feel like about reading on my phone is like you're staring at a screen, which kind of like bothers my eyes, mm-hmm. like, especially if I'm reading before bed. Like, I feel like it And it's of, so it's small. Bothersome. Like, there's only so many words that'll fit on your phone screen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. Well, this is yeah. apparently turned into from holiday traditions to what What have we read this year? <laughs> oh, <laughs> this my God. A good Let's wrap up. up our year. Yeah. Of literally. not reading books. Of not I'm like, all my Spotify. <laughs> like, all my Spotify wrapped is going to be, is going to be Jenna Kutcher and Taylor Swift. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, I finally did watch the Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix, and I like Miss Americana. Like, yeah, like finally watched it, and that was been forever ago. Like, that was before the Eras tour. I know. I okay, know. So what? So what do you think about it? I loved it, but like I mm-hmm. felt like I needed to cry multiple times in it. Like, yeah. Just being so, like, proud of her and happy and, like, all of that. And I was like, why am I so freaking emotional? Like, this is I know. ridiculous. I think but- there's something so magical about Taylor Swift that she seems so relatable while still being a superstar. Me and my dad were yeah. talking about that today at lunch because we were talking about the difference between, like, the Beyonce tour and the Taylor Swift tour. And he was like, you know... Beyonce had her big renaissance tour, but it was not nearly as, like, talked up and hyped as Taylor Swift, but they're both, like, you know, huge female artists, but he's like, Taylor Swift relates to her audience so well that she invokes such, like, passion from her following because she seems so, like, relatable and like you Mm -hmm. versus, like, Beyonce doesn't really, like, interact at all with, like, her audience. Like, she doesn't, like, like, you know. Yes, yes. It's more like, of like the diva pop star kind of thing. Yeah. Um, where Taylor Swift just seems like such like a relatable, you know, girl next door like right. type of person, but yet is like so talented and successful. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways. yeah. It, that documentary is good. I really have did you see the Ares movie? No, I haven't gotten to see it. Okay, it was really good. And I'm, I'm like excited depressed. to see it now. Like now that yes. I Yes, yeah. I was so sad that I didn't get to go twice. I wanted to take Alda in theater, and I don't think I don't think it's still in theater. I don't know, but I, I don't, don't think know. it is. It's been I a long know. time. It's been out. But Brax really um, liked it. He actually asked to watch it yesterday. He's like, "Will you snuggle me on the couch and turn on Taylor Swift?" And I was like, "One hundred percent." Yes, absolutely. 
all the all the was playing yesterday and she had made like a stage and she was doing something on the stage then i got on the stage and started singing that's how or that's how you get the girl by taylor swift because mm-hmm. it was in my head and she's like is that by that girl mom and i was like taylor swift and she goes yeah and i go yeah it's by taylor swift and she goes gosh you really like her <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do. And then she goes, you know what? You are, Mom, a fan. I was like, yeah, I am a fan. You're like, you are 100% correct. You are 100% right. I'm like, I'm not a fan. I'm a Swifty. (laughs) (laughs) So she's really cute. But we listen to Taylor Swift sometimes. And, yeah, she's like, I think she's like, I like Taylor Swift. Mom, you're a little overboard. Oh gosh, the cats at the thing. Whatever, we're almost done. <laughs> we are like over an hour, and I think we we're over an hour of just gibberish, of just nothing. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna get a Monday. Gonna make any sense? But <laughs> <laughs> by the time we cut and dice it, with all the times I yelled at the cats and the light went out, and you stopping it for undisclosed reasons. <laughs> I know, and I want to talk about that, but then at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to ruin it if someone's listening and with their kids either. That's I don't true. know. How yeah, if we it. ever, if we ever, maybe one of these episodes before Christmas, we'll decide to talk about you know who. I'll spell it for everybody: S A N T A, and we will. <laughs> and the L S. Yes, and we will like put a big content warning on it. Yes. So that you guys won't listen to it with um KIDSs around. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully none of your none of your guys' kids can spell. Because <laughs> right. then we're We're well. starting we're teaching Alda how to read right now. We started a workbook of like it's a hundred lessons. Yeah, I really like it actually. It's kind of the lessons are kind of boring. Like they're not like it's not fun. It's not like a game, like anything like that. It's like this is how you learn. But they're like within ten to like they're done within fifteen minutes. So it's like you know you're having them concentrate for short amounts of time. Sometimes she gets like kind of just starts spacing, and I'm like, okay, let's just take a break and come back. Like after you get some movement in, because um it's not like fun at all. It's just like okay, sound this out. Okay, now sound this out. Now do this together. But I will say it's so like easily consumable because I just need that like I mean we've been teaching her like little bits of reading you know just kind of here or there like as it comes up but like you know she knows a lot of letters sounds and things but it really is like a lot easier the way that it teaches it to learn like you know the the different sounds and how you know e makes e and a you know sound yeah like stuff like that and so we're only on lesson like six or seven or something. So we're just doing it a little bit at a time. But she just wants to read so bad. But I'm already like, Joe, the other day, there was the there was the word cat. And he was like, oh, what letter is this? Like, let's try this. What, what word is this? Let's try sounding it out. And she pretty much, like, it didn't take her very long to get, like, get cat. And I was like, oh, gosh, when she actually learns how to read, that's actually, like, <laughs> now we can't spell things anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, am excited for her to read. She likes reading so much. The best way for Brax to learn because he mm-hmm. doesn't love like workbooks and like workbooks, yeah. but um, he loves games and he loves music and you know songs yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but I just feel like the more we like sit down, and, like okay, let's do this. He's like, nope, no, like yeah. he doesn't know. I will say- 
one or yeah, two I have a, who like doesn't do it. I have a friend. I forget if she's a. I think she's a first grade teacher. I have one of our best friends. I forget if she's kindergarten or first grade, but she's you know kindergarten or first grade. I think she's first grade. Anyway, she always says your kids are going to learn how to read in kindergarten. So like it really yeah. isn't that big of a deal if you teach them beforehand. It's more important that they know like classroom manners and how to put their coat on and how to tie their shoes and like things like that because they're yeah. going to learn how to read in kindergarten. I will just say Alda just wants to read so bad and is getting really frustrated yeah. at not being able to read right now that I was like, okay, let's like start moving forward with mm-hmm. teaching her just because she just wants to so bad. I don't want to like not fulfill that if she like really has like yeah. this desire oh, yeah, to. Sure. She listens and girls to and boys so- are just so different. Oh, yeah. Me and my sister learned how to read way before my brother did. And my brother, my mom was like, you guys are reading in preschool. We're like reading books in preschool. Yeah. That when Joe, my my brother Joe, went to kindergarten without knowing how to like fully read, she was like, I was an anxious mess about it. because." And then she's like, but at the, like they taught him how to read. And at the end of kindergarten, he was reading yeah. just like you guys, but he just didn't have the interest of like sitting and learning at all. And we would like mm-hmm. sit and do workbooks with my mom and like, could know how to read. And so, yeah. yeah, she was just like, oh, I was just an anxious disaster thinking about your brother not knowing how to read. Like, he was going so unprepared and, like, it was fine. He learned how to read in mm-hmm. kindergarten. So I do think it's so much different, but Alda just loves to look through her books and she reads the stories from, like, memory. And now she's getting frustrated that she, like, wants to be able to read books by herself. But she listens to her Yodo all the time. Like, it's an audiobook player. Mm-hmm. we have she listens to it all the time but she has some yodo cards that she also has the physical book for and she really wants to be able to like follow along in the book so she'll like try yeah. to with the pictures but then she can't anyway so she's just really 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 wanting to learn so I'm like you know I feel like it'd be good to try to get her get her there and then she can start reading some simple books and stuff by herself yeah um, so hopefully we got Brinley we got Brinley a Tony's box this year Oh, yeah, that's very similar than the Yodos. Similar. Right? I'm excited yeah. for it. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. she's much younger than Alda, but um, I think it'll be it'll be fun for her. Alda loves her Yodo. Gosh, we get so much use out of that I'm thing. I'm waiting she to see if Rax likes the Tonys. Uh-huh. And then we'll go from there. But I know Brinley yeah. will like it for sure. So Now, something cool. Somebody messaged me on Instagram when I posted about the Yodo because they had a girl who is around Desi's age and we're asking how much Desi uses the Yodo I was like honestly he won't sit and like listen to an audiobook yeah. like Aldo will um but he does like they have soundscapes on the app so like you can put like a construction site soundscape on uh-huh. and so he can like play with his construction vehicles while he hears the construction vehicles or like sirens and stuff yeah. he loves that I mean he loves like hearing the noises while he's playing um mm-hmm. he loves that and then you can also play music like on the app so sometimes just so I don't have to like put my phone in the room or something I'll play music through the app onto their Yodo and then they can listen to music like in their room or whatever and they can adjust the volume and skip songs on it and everything um so I I I feel like it's really good for independence because they can like without being like on a phone and an iPad and stuff like that like it's not a screen at all but they can like skip the songs they can change the chapters they can skip to the next book they can switch out the cards um yeah I really like it for that um I feel like it helps a lot with them sometimes like if they're just really cranky and I need to cook and I'm like I don't want to put on another show for you guys I'll just be like okay go in your room and I'll put on 
songs on the Yodo, you know, or whatever. It's kind of like yeah. a, another thing that they really like. But yeah, yeah, anyways, we should probably wrap this up because we've been probably like, what's <laughs> we cut it off? You're gonna have so to I hope you guys, if you like. I know, I know. I'm like, I hope you guys don't mind just our just our um our chatter. But yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to hear too, like other people's traditions. I'm always like picking up new traditions that I hear like in Instagram world yes. and TikTok world and stuff like that. So if mm-hmm. our audience has some fun traditions to share with us, please do. Um, yeah, definitely. Because- Maybe we can put a box up on our Instagram too when the episode drops to see what some different people say. Yeah. Um, and like then we're going to have a to start new traditions and your kids will keep you honest (laughs) it isn't yeah and I feel so and we're gonna have some more fun Christmassy episodes coming up so we're gonna have an episode on family and boundaries with family um which I'm really excited about I mean we kind of touched on a little bit of it last episode and this episode a little bit but I'm excited to talk about I had I mean I'm sure Brax too was a newborn over your first Christmas right just like all done yeah. So I feel like that it's a he lot was, of experience. He was like six months. Oh, okay. Because he's a little bit older than Alda, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yes. Alda was only like, gosh, six, seven weeks old. Yeah. At yeah. our first Christmas. Yeah. Because she was born on Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. She was like seven, like seven weeks old. I, I distinctly remember because we traveled to Texas for it. So yeah. I think it would be fun to kind of talk about boundaries over the holidays. If you have a new baby. Um or even are pregnant because people give a lot of unsolicited advice to pregnant people right. too. And then um, hopefully we'll get a guest to come on and talk about some other holiday things and mental health and stuff like that for moms. So yeah, it'll be fun. We'll probably take a break. We won't have an episode come out on Christmas day. We'll right. take that day off. Um, yeah. But other than that, we'll be here and we'll be talking all about the holidays. So yeah, let us know what you want to hear too for these holiday episodes. And um Happy holidays to everybody who's celebrating. Yeah, happy holiday season. It's officially here. It is, and it's exciting, and it's snowy here, and it's beautiful. So fun. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, I hope you have a good rest of your week, and we'll chat with all of you guys soon. All right. See you next time, guys. Thanks for joining us this week on Moms in the Middle. If you like this episode, make sure to leave us a review and hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts in order to receive notifications on new episodes. If you want to follow us on social media, check out our show notes for links to our profiles. Have a great week and we'll catch you in the middle next time.